0: Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by drodo.com Good
1: evening, everybody, and welcome for draft for upsides. First sip, our uh, way-too-early preview of the DraftKings main slate on Sunday. As always, brought to you by DrRoto.com, your daily prescription for fantasy sports. I am Johnny Danger. With me is Christopher Emmerich. And uh, you look like you're ready to pregame tonight, Chris.
0: Yeah, well, so I uh, haven't done much since uh, this past Saturday when I went really hard. And then, uh, I, you know, I'm getting a little booster tomorrow. So uh, if it's anything like the second shot, I'm not going to feel so good on Friday. And, you know, maybe just take it easy on Saturday and Sunday. So I'm going to get it in right now. I like it, man. I, I, I am. Don't, uh, I don't have anything to do until that booster at three thirty. So, like, I gotta take my wife to work. Who cares? Like, I can do that. Come back, go to sleep. You know, whatever.
1: I dig it. I'm doing the booster and the flu shot at the same time Friday morning.
0: Mm. It's
1: gonna be good. It's gonna be good for me. Nice. Yeah. Oof, that is good.
0: That I is hope good. That it is. It looks
1: good. It looks good. So, you know, we are uh, first sip. So, what are you drinking? On?
0: I am drinking from the brewery. It is a which brewery. <laughs> the brewery. <laughs> so you can't see it. It's called Cobbler. I mean, you can see that part, but you can see the smaller part. It is a Imperial uh, barrel aged in bourbon barrels uh, stout with raspberries and Madagascar vanilla beans at 18% alcohol. It is a uh, offshoot of their very popular, very famous, very delicious, but a very heavy Black Tuesday stout. I like it
1: it's been a while since i've had any of those maybe i should uh, come down to dc
0: uh well when i come up to michigan uh maybe maybe i'll bring one i like it that's a great idea i'll bring bring one for you i don't think we can drink it uh together because that's you're gonna be far and uh you know that's all we could drink like you know (laughs) there's there's a limit to it that's it we'll just drink that one
1: and uh, we'll call it a day
0: Uh, okay there you go i'm in i'm into it let's do it all right well first off Let's get into week 11,
1: shall we?
0: Yeah, let's get these weeks behind us, man. They have been some uh, some pretty tough, turbulent, and wild weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for, for this week. I think I'm going to take a different approach. I don't know what approach I'm taking yet, but I'm, I'm doing something.
1: I told you my approach, and I'm not wavering.
0: Yeah, well, okay.
1: I woke up, rolled out of bed at like 7.30 this morning, filled out alignment, It just saved it, and I'm done.
0: I'm out. That's it. We'll see how it goes. Well, I'm not going to try and talk you off of those guys because um, I can just I can see a timeline. I can see a world where like Naheem Hines goes off or Mo Ali Cox goes off. Like, I don't think they both do, but like, oh, whichever, both one we, do whichever one we tinker out don't. is going to be the one that's going to score two touchdowns. So, because
1: I know for a fact that when you're trying to win big GPPs, you just go against Buffalo. You just
0: just play against Buffalo. It's fine. Everything's well, fine. Well, I mean, it does make me feel good to know that I don't have to consider either of those guys in my player pool. It does give me quite a bit of pause <laughs> for the others. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm going to change my name from danger to the cooler again.
0: I, I might, days. Hey, look, I, I might just, you know, okay. go ahead and uh, 150 the slant and just use that, that base that you have and, and build around that. So. Oh, yeah. I think you should. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, I
1: I will you know defend myself. We do this DFS show together, and I have been atrocious this year, um, uh, for the most part. And uh, but seasonally, I'm crushing, man. I'm gonna make the playoffs in all six leagues. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Well, and you know the funny thing. So last year, you know, I you know I had good weeks. I had bad weeks, uh, ups and downs. I had some really good weeks too. Um, but I, I always managed to put like the best lineup that I had in our seasonal league, yeah. Uh, and like you know, I did very well in that. Didn't win it, but came pretty close. This year, I, I put the worst lineup in every single week, like the worst lineup. I, I might, win. I might as well just not even enter lineups at this point. Like I need to win like two of these weeks to have any semblance of getting my cash back because I am oh, not geez. placing.
1: Yeah, I mean Adam has won two or three weeks, and he's not even in the money right now. That's how good and bad he's been. So
0: yeah, no, it's been terrible. I mean, to be fair, my 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 best ball teams are are doing really well. They started bad. I'm, I'm placing like fifty percent of them to advance, and I've got like. Six or seven, right outside the bubble, and I have one that I really, really want to like make it because I just decided. You know, everybody's going all wide receivers, and uh they don't want to do running back. So I drafted like eight running backs. I have four wide receivers, one quarterback. <laughs> and that's probably doing well because it's running it's backs actually crazy. It is, but it's on like a razor's edge with my, my wide receivers. The depth <laughs> just isn't there. But yeah, no, it is. So I, like I think it. it's I, like a it's a four.
1: <laughs> I like. It. All right, man. Well, let's just jump right into this. Uh, I'm super excited. The play of the week for me, man. I mean, it's got to be Donta Foreman and the revenge narrative against the Houston Texans, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, that's I mean, that's where I was going.
1: Yeah. Forty nine hundred. He's going to get the ball. He's going to get, you know, hopefully, uh, uh, I don't know, 16 to 18 carries, I would hope. Um, Hopefully, Tennessee is in the lead in this game and can run the ball like they like to do. Um, I like Donta Foreman, 4,900.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of parts of this game that are are worthy of being considered, and I'm not sure that people really will. Um, You know, Brandon Cooks had a really bad game, uh, you know, the previous week, and it was... Not due to anything other than just not converting. I mean, it was he had 13 targets, six for 56, didn't find the end zone, so certainly was getting the volume, but just didn't really convert on it. And then you had, um, who I will assume is going to be pretty chalky and Marcus Johnson last week at Tennessee, uh, go for 100 yards, and it was kind of crazy because, um, I had considered playing Marcus Johnson, I had considered playing uh well i did play carter and i played james washington i was like man i should just play all three of these guys together unfortunately uh some of them just caught one and they were done but marcus johnson you know got over that 100 yard bonus um, i played a lot more of westbrook akeen and if johnson is going to be chalky which i assume he will be or highly owned at 3500 um, i think westbrook akeen is a really interesting pivot off of him around that same price point of course we're not. You know, ignoring AJ Brown at 7,700. So, I mean, I guess that's to say that the running backs are probably the least of uh, my targets within this game.
1: Well, I've just loaded it up. I just went ahead and slapped him right in there. So, I started this lineup with Don Foreman, and I feel good about it. I'm going to lie. I feel good about it. Uh, I mean, I
0: don't know why you didn't have him in there instead of Naheem Hines. No, or, nope. uh uh-uh. yeah. That lineup's not changing. Don't don't, just, don't, uh, even don't bring it I don't up again. Know why you didn't you didn't find him. Um, yeah, but, yeah I mean like 2.7 yards per carry, 11 for 30. I, I think you can probably take him out. It's okay. No, not going to happen. Okay. All right. Okay.
1: Going with a gut play, baby. <laughs> All
0: right. I'll I agree. mean, I think I think here's here's the thing danger. When it comes to that gut play, I don't think you play him in DFS because I think you need a lot more things to go right for that gut play to still pay off. I think if you believe he's going to have a big game, I'm pretty sure you could probably get some really good player props um, and bet on those. No,
1: you're not talking me out of this. That's I group. know. I'm
0: just. I'm just saying. I mean, nope. think about it. Like, we're moving what, on. We're going to move on. The, we're going to talk about Naheem Hines. Look, we're going hey, go to go to Indianapolis look, look. and Buffalo. Danger, we're just gonna danger, talk about him. Come danger. On. Last year, you made uh, a really bold call about the Rams' defense against Arizona. Uh, what did that really get you, other than like a cheap fifteen dollars hat that I paid more for shipping to get to you? Dude than the actual hat itself. Oh, what more do I want? That was brilliant. That's all I needed. I mean, had nice. you bet the under on that game, you, you you would have had an extra whatever your unit size would have been at that time. Who knows? Oh, I don't bet. You know this. Maybe you shouldn't. <sighs> maybe I shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe, maybe that's your calling. <laughs> you can use right. crowns for
1: it, I think. I think you can no, use you crowns can. for it. You absolutely can. Uh, anyways, let's move on. Indianapolis-Buffalo. Are we going to get a big Buffalo offensive game again, or is Indianapolis going to keep this game slow and plodding? Um, well, let me take a look at something. Because so, that's what they're going to want to do. Indianapolis is going to want to slow the ball down, and they want to keep it in Taylor's hands.
0: Can so, they do it? So one of the things that I'm looking at from this is just the health of – this defensive line and like this just whole defensive team, Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner, both of these guys are, um, you know, questionable for Sunday on in that Indianapolis defense. More importantly, Darius Leonard, um, he's kind of what holds it all together and, you know, makes this an excellent unit. He's been a great linebacker for many, many years, um, and he is questionable with an ankle, did not practice. The thing about Indianapolis that's just so frustrating aside from that game against the Jets, they get off to these great starts, uh, whether it be against the Rams, whether it be uh, last week against whoever they played, I can't remember. Um, but then they just like, they're dead for like two quarters, three quarters, or or just the rest of the game. Like it's, it's crazy. I, you know, it, you saw that start that Jonathan Taylor had, he should have had 240 yards. Like it should have oh, yeah. been like a 50 point game for him. Uh, but he kind of really didn't do anything. And Carson Wentz didn't do anything. It's like, their scripted plays or what they have coming out of, you know, the uh, out of the gate is just is is good, and somehow they, you know, I don't know, the other team adjusts. They overthink it. I, I'm not sure. Um, so I, th- I think Buffalo definitely wins this game, but um, I'm probably leaning Buffalo here. Um, it's at home. Buffalo's better at home. I think Buffalo scores some points. I do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would hope so. We're always pretty big fans of Josh Allen around here. So, all
0: the right question let's... is: Do you go back to Stephon Diggs after he finally had his breakout week, or is this time to kind of pivot over to Colt Beasley or Emmanuel Sanders? I mean, is Michael Pittman somebody that's in play? Should we play Isaiah McKenzie because this dude just seems to touch the ball every time? I you know every time they show the Bills on red zone, it's like I'm like, oh, cool. Is it stefan Diggs or Colt Beasley? No, I don't know. It's Isaiah McKenzie, which is crazy because <laughs> I mean, he's only had five targets and two rushes somehow every single one of those plays has been featured on red zone. And I don't get
1: it. Um, Is he still returning
0: kicks? I don't know. I don't think he's playable from that standpoint. I just
1: Just curious. Just curious. Uh, What do you think of Gabriel Davis is um, if obviously he gets a little bit more touch, if there's a problem with Beasley, Beasley's a little banged up, but it's probably more of a veteran day than anything.
0: I don't think that you can play Gabriel Davis at four thousand. Um, he's been a little bit cheaper than that the last couple of weeks, um, and he's produced off of that. But at four thousand, you've you've pretty much hit your ceiling. I mean, three for one hundred and five, five uh, or four for twenty nine and touchdown, thirteen points, sixteen points at. 3,300, 3,400, those were good kind of uh, results for you the last couple of weeks when he played aside from the, the zero burger in Jacksonville. Um, I just You know, 4,000, I, I don't know. I guess if you're doing the well, double stack. to stat, be it's fair, it's like 3,900. It is, but I, I like to round numbers, so. <laughs> All right, fair enough.
1: Let's keep going. Let's go to uh, New Orleans in Philadelphia. Uh, I just saw a stat the other day. Philadelphia is now effectively running the ball like 65% of the time. What, uh yeah but with like four different people um is there anything we can glean from that are you interested in sanders if he comes back
0: um i don't think so i think part of it's just been who they've played the last 3 weeks you know they played the lions they played the chargers and then they played the broncos all three of these teams have been horrific against the run Uh, the Lions and Chargers especially, and Denver's gotten a little bit better, but they've still been bad, uh, you know, over the course of a season. And when we look at this kind of New Orleans team, they're like the best, I think, uh, against the run, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just check something real here. Yeah, I mean, like this this is not a team that we want to target running backs against. So, I almost think that this is uh, another Devonta Smith, Jalen Hurts. I think maybe we can buck the trend on Jalen Hurts and, and this downward production, this regression that we thought we were going to see has happened. Uh, but I think it's probably time to get back on the uh, the Hurts train here.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a time when I always considered just playing Hurts by himself um, at the beginning of the year.
0: And if you're saying it could be time for that again, I'm down. I mean, it's 6,800, you're getting a little bit of a discount. And even, you know, in his bad games, he's been able to, you know, provide you a pretty safe floor. The, you know, the, the problem I think that you have with his ceiling is that he's, seems like he's far less likely to rush the ball in for a touchdown this year. I mean, he had two against Carolina and two against Tampa. But aside from that, just one against San Francisco and hasn't found the end zone on the feet in the last four games and and it hasn't even really looked for it i mean because they have you know 800 guys in the backfield that that are sharing touches i finally dropped gainwell from one of my teams this week um needed somebody to fill in for matt stafford and gainwell fortunately was not quarterback uh eligible uh so yeah i mean but he's still running the ball enough you know we're talking almost double digit carries 50 to 60 yards. Um, Yeah, I I think I like Hurts. I like Hurts a lot just at at first gleam. Um, Philly is a one-point favorite at home. Seems kind of weird, but uh, we'll kind of see where the the betting public lies and and make some decisions on that.
1: Fantasy-wise, Simeon played all right last week, 5,300 on the other side.
0: Yeah, I mean, he sure did. They were playing from behind for the majority of that game. But at 5,300, I think he's in consideration. Uh, You know, if Alvin Kamara doesn't play, Mark Ingram's still playable. I think the biggest concern that we had, and it wasn't necessarily realized, was uh, Taysom Hill stealing, you know, goal line touchdowns from Mark Ingram. Uh, Mark was able to, you know, get that ball into the end zone from a, a little bit further out. So he didn't have to worry about that, but did have some activity in the the passing game, which he's always had, but you know when you have Alvin Kamara there, you're not catching a ton of passes, uh, but saw seven targets last week, so I think I'll, uh Mark Ingram at fifty four hundred is something that i'm I'm significantly interested in if Alvin Kamara is not playing
1: all right, fair enough. How much better of a team would New Orleans be if they just cut taysom Hill
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't understand the. It's like when you bring him in, like everybody knows the ball's coming to him. And and you know that, like, he gets, if he's getting, look, when he was the quarterback, you you actually had this, you know, this doubt. Like, is he going to run the ball or is he going to throw the ball? Like, but you know, if he's only going to touch it four or five times, you know that guy's not going to give it off to somebody else. He's just going to take it. He's going to run
1: it. Yeah. I'm done with it. I wish they'd just move on.
0: Moving it's, on ourselves. It's kind of like this danger. When I was a you know all pro tight end at the the Davis uh, Junior High seventh grade team, yep. when when we called the passing play, and it was to me because there were no wide receivers. We're seventh grade, so the passing play was to me. I knew this was the one play that I had all game. This was the only yep. play that was coming to me, and I needed to make the best of it because it wasn't going to happen again that game it probably wasn't going to happen again all season in fact i only got one pass and i did catch it it was like a nice 15 yard game it was great
1: it was big all right
0: moving on miami
1: in the jets is it just going to be Chucky mcchalk to go gaskins against the jets at 5700
0: yeah i mean i just wish you had a like a clear situation i want to target the jets but like miles gaskin gives you absolutely no like confidence that like this is a guy that you want to play i mean um I don't know, like he feels like he's getting the James Robinson treatment from earlier in the year. But for some reason, this coaching staff has not realized that he is, you know, their best option. And I mean, partly because when he's running the ball, he's not necessarily all that effective. Um, I think that might change this week, but, you know, he's only had three or four games over three yards and average per attempt. Uh, Not that they're really giving it to him a ton but more so the last couple of weeks it's really you know his involvement in the passing game against the Ravens he only saw two targets so um 5700 I don't know like look it, you know it's Wednesday my initial gut feeling is I'm, I'm torn. I'm not necessarily like, yes, I want to play guys against the jets. No, I don't want to play Miles Gaskin, but Miles Gaskin is playing the jets. Like, what do I do? <laughs> I'm going to let other people make that decision. You're going to let me, me play
1: him, And then you're going to know not to, that's what
0: you're going to well, do. Well, I mean, no, I'm going to go look. And if 20 to 25% of, you know, the uh, general public is playing him, then I'm probably not, I like uh, you know, maybe in cash at that point, like he becomes a, a pretty safe cash play, but, um, I, I I don't know. I haven't really looked too much into it, but I would think that they're a better place on the slate. I really don't know. Like no, <laughs> this there's is the first time. I, there's this not. The if you place. look at
1: my board, it's now Foreman and Gaskin are on the team. I'm building uh, a solid lineup here.
0: Yeah. All right, all right. Let's uh, l- let's kind of move on here. Um,
1: <laughs> let's go to Washington and Carolina. How's that? Uh, we saw the return of Cam Newton. Is that interesting to you? 5100 bucks. Is it interesting
0: to you? Look, that was the... So I, I was heavy on Carolina. I was heavy against James Conner, like super fade position in the afternoon games. Man, I thought I was such a genius. And I, you know, I considered Christian McCaffrey. Um, but I just wasn't sure like how that they were gonna utilize him. But then here comes Cam Newton, the to steal touchdowns from from everybody else, from DJ Moore, gives it to Robbie Anderson, runs it in himself. He's back, baby. He's back. Uh, Mm -hmm. And this is a game against Ron Rivera. This is Ron coming to Carolina, I think, for the first time. These teams played last year, but Cam wasn't, you know, part of Carolina, and uh, I believe it was in Washington. Should be kind of a kind of a defensive game. I don't think that this is going to be you know high scoring. Neither does Vegas at forty three and a half total. Um, but the fifty one hundred Cam is definitely interesting. So is Christian McCaffrey. Kind of that duo. Um, I feel like they're kind of going to snipe away from each other. But if you look at what McCaffrey did last week, twenty six fantasy points. That's without a hundred yard bonus. That's without a touchdown. Um, you know they they're using him quite a bit i mean this is this is a prime spot for him maybe look you can even get a cheap dj Moore at 5900 you remember when this and this happens every year and i feel like it's a panthers wide receiver because it was like calvin benjamin a couple years ago and i remember it there's a guy that just absolutely blows up the first three weeks in seasonal you're like man i wish i would have drafted him i was so low on him and that was dj Moore. yeah and, yeah, then it just doesn't do anything. Like, if you had traded DJ Moore in weeks one, two, or three, you probably would have got a king's ransom. You couldn't get a bag of potatoes for him right now.
1: All right, well, let's say I put Newton Moore and McCaffrey in there. Who do you run
0: back with? Why would you run all three? Get rid of Moore. You no, no, need no, no, no,
1: no. No, listen to me. me
0: Who would be. you run it back with? You Let run me. it back with Terry McLaren. What are you talking about? What are you what talking you? about, man? Hmm. Okay. There you go. This, oh, man, this lineup is so
1: good. I love it so much. I love it so much. It's so good. It's so good. Let's see who else we can add in here. Let's keep going. All right. We're going to go to, did I skip a game? I can't quite see. Uh, yeah, we have one, two. It didn't fit on my screen. Uh, so there we are. We're at Detroit at Cleveland. train at Cleveland yeah Nick, I mean what can you say here Nick Chubb baby
0: <laughs> yeah I mean Nick Chubb like seems to be in a, a fantastic position in this game Detroit's terrible against the run Nick Chubb is good at running uh, but I also have seen a lot of reports of Jarvis Landry kind of a squeaky wheel situation not understanding why he's not getting the ball more so um, I just wonder if they kind of try and Factor that in a little bit more and we see a little bit more Jarvis Landry. The Lions can't stop the pass. They can't stop the run. They can't throw the ball. I see all these people, you know, on the Detroit message boards. Goff has looked terrible, but they want Goff bench. They think it's Goff's fault. Like, you know, just like the context of it is who does Goff have to throw to?
1: (laughs) It's maybe, maybe if it weren't for like Swift being on that team, the least talented NFL football team I've seen in 10 years.
0: I mean, Trinity Benson, Aman Ra, St. Brown, Cardero, Hodge, and Khalif Raymond. That's who Golf is throwing to. Yeah. Like. The offensive line can't protect him long enough for any of these guys to uh-uh. get open. They're not open, and you know, goff's yep. not a great quarterback, but like this, is, it's a bad situation for him. They're so, they're
1: just shading everything to Hawk and saying, Yeah, throw to these no names and he just can't expect
0: do it. expect golf back next year in Detroit. He's gonna be a two-year starter, they're gonna give him a little bit more leeway while they rebuild this, I would imagine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly outside of Chubb. I'm probably not interested in here. I hear what you're saying about Landry. 5100 is interesting, that's that's cheap, but he just really hasn't done
0: it this year. I mean, yeah, again, like look, this is a guy that projects week in and week out to be probably one of the better plays on the slate, but we just haven't seen him get the target volume that's n- necessary for him to do something with that. Like, we need eight to ten targets, they need to be good targets. I think if um, you know, I'd, I'd, I think I'd almost prefer to see Case Keenum as the as the starter over Baker Mayfield. But um, yeah, I mean, look, it's the Lions. Nick Chubb Wait, should have a great day. I, I imagine Nick Chubb's going to be super popular. Are you
1: dissing my boy Baker up here in my uh, in the corner of my screen? You, you make making fun of Baker?
0: Uh, that's you. That's you just wearing a Baker thing. <laughs> so <laughs> it could be. It could be.
1: All right, well, you know I hate talking about Detroit, so let's just keep going. huh? Uh, San Francisco heading to Jacksonville. Um, can I tell you that um, our boy uh, Jason earlier in the year was telling us all how his people were saying Devo Samuel put on like 12 to 15 pounds of muscle and was going to beast out this year and uh, how right they were.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, that was a game – I. <sighs> I think like the public last week was on the Rams, like 85%. Yeah. Uh, I put in a huge bet on San Francisco. That's, I mean, I think that's actually where it started for me. Um, You know, it's got heat override so tilted that he wants McVay fired, which is just absurdity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it was, it was a tough game. It was a tough situation. It was going into San Francisco, uh, kind of just a, I don't know, like, it's a divisional matchup. Anything can kind of happen, and that was just an imperfect game for the Rams. And, I mean, like, quite frankly, the Rams have had a pretty easy schedule that they've had a hard time with. Um, San Francisco is going to have a pretty easy time here. Jacksonville is not good. I don't think that San Francisco suffers from some of the same things that uh, Buffalo does. And, you know, the Jags, if they were going to beat a good team, like the way that they beat Buffalo and – you know, the deficiencies Buffalo had that specific week just kind of played into what Jacksonville could do. That's just not going to be the case with San Francisco. San Francisco can absolutely run the ball, um, so they're not going to be able to cheat on the pass. I, you know, I think that we actually have a, a tough week for James Robinson right here. So, I don't know. Um, not super interested on, on much other than, you know, maybe a little Elijah Mitchell, maybe... Maybe a little bit of Debo Samuel. And then I think George Kittle has been involved, but like, how, how involved is he going to get at 6,300? So,
1: so you're telling me to play Garoppolo and Samuel. That's what you're trying to say.
0: Yeah. Or Kittle, you could play him. I, I just, Load again, this is probably not a target game for me. <laughs> Load it up. That's what I heard. That's all I heard. Load up my Niners.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Green Bay, Minnesota. Love. When these two play, it's always a weird game that never goes the way I think it does. Um I don't know, man. Uh it sucks for Aaron Jones. Um, uh, but I think at this point, maybe AJ Dillon was the better back, anyways.
0: Man, I knew that was gonna happen too. I traded you, Aaron Jones, then that right. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Well, we've got a couple more days. If you want anybody else on the team, you know, yeah, so let me know. Shops open.
1: No, it's true. Uh, I honestly, I'm excited to watch Dylan and just get the share of the ball. I don't think Minnesota is that good. Um, I think he's a better running back at this point in Aaron Jones' career with how many injuries keep piling up on him. So
0: um, I I completely disagree with you, but I think Aaron Jones at 6,200 is a fantastic play. Um, AJ Dylan, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, AJ Dylan. Um, I think Aaron Jones would be a fantastic play at 6,200 6, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think this this game – I either want to load up on this game and, and be heavy as opposed to some of the afternoon games or just completely avoid it 100%. I, and, and I guess one of the things that we're, we're seeing – and, you know, small sample size. We're talking two games here. But if – if Aaron Rodgers doesn't get the opportunity to practice with the team, maybe they're a little bit off sync. Like sometimes we think that these veterans can just step in. They don't need a ton of practice, but maybe they need that routine. Maybe being away from the team for a week and a half, two weeks is uh, detrimental or like the entire off season, because those are two games where this team has come out flat. Now he's going to be with the team the rest of this week. And uh, that's not going to be the case here, but that's just something to monitor and think about because, when we gonna, you know, the narrative that I heard from, you know, a lot of places that he'd be mad. Like, well, who's he mad at? Like, like he's mad at the league, so he's gonna score four tests. Like, that's, I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm not super narrative based, so um, I tend to kind of tune those things out. But I don't know. Like these these games against Minnesota, the opposition hasn't just like been blowing it out of the water. Not in the like conventional sense that you'd think. Obviously, Baltimore scored a ton, but. Uh, they went down a ton. This Minnesota defense has actually been scoring pretty decently, limiting everything on the on the ground, and has actually been pretty good against the pass for the most part, you know, against everyone except for Cooper Rush. So.
1: Yeah. Um, I just continue to be interested in Tyler Conklin. If they're just going to keep pricing him under $4,000, i am just going to keep plugging him in.
0: Yeah, I mean, but the – the other side of it is he only had five targets. He had two touchdowns. You know, you take those two touchdowns away and put them somewhere else. He's got four points, but uh, from a GPP standpoint, sure, you can you can plug him in there. Uh, but thirty nine hundred seems like he's it's getting a little bit pricey for me. But I don't hate it.
1: Yeah, uh, he doesn't make the lineup quite yet. Let's keep going. Let's talk about Baltimore heading to Chicago. Going to be cold. Going to be wet. Going to be windy. Uh, Justin Fields starting to make us eat our words earlier this year.
0: Uh, yeah, no. Well, I mean, look, he's still a bad passer, but if he's going to run the ball, then he's going to have fantasy relevance. And and that's the case. And that was part of, you know, what I said against him was that he can't pass the ball. He doesn't have protection. And, you know, he's not willing to run the ball. But the last couple games, he's been willing to run the ball. Hundred yards against San Francisco, 45 against Pittsburgh at 5,700. If you can add, you know, five points on the ground, you know, he, he can get there in those situations. The problem was when he was running the ball, you know, for four yards against the Raiders or nine yards against the lions or, you know, any of these games where he just wasn't going to the ground. He just, he wasn't very good. Um, This Baltimore defense is significantly better than some of the other defenses that he's seen, although he was able to carve up Pittsburgh, I just, I mean, I don't know. Like, we think of Pittsburgh's defense as a, as a pretty good one, but at the same point, they, the team just tied the Lions, and it's tough to, uh, you know, <laughs> look past that.
1: It truly is. Uh, what are your thoughts on Rashard Bateman? He, he's looked pretty sharp. You like what you're seeing out of him?
0: Yeah, and at 4,500, the target share's there. Eight targets the last two games, six targets the two games before that. Uh, Sammy Watkins is back, so you would think that that you know reduces to some extent, but at 4,500, he's a guy that you can plug in with some of those high powered, expensive stacks that you're looking for. Uh, from some of the games that we'll talk about in the uh, afternoon slot,
1: dig it. All right, let's get right into that afternoon slot. We got Cincinnati heading out to Vegas,
0: (laughs) man. This feels like a game that nobody's going to be paying attention to. It's a nice target, you know, like 25, 24. You know, forty-nine implied points. Jamar Chase, Zay Jones, T. Higgins, Hunter Renfro is where everybody's going to play. We saw uh, Brian Edwards get a little bit involved at some point in this season. We're going to see another monster game from Darren Waller. Um, I don't know. I like both sides of this, and I like both sides of it heavy. Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, both of these guys really reasonably priced. This could be a shootout uh, afternoon slot. This is uh, this is a game I like.
1: Yeah, it's kind of. Naturally, these four o five games kind of get overlooked. I feel because people. I, uh, I
0: don't. I don't think so. I think people actually tend to stack the afternoon games. Oh, uh, I agree. What heavily. I'm
1: saying is, the four o five game.
0: Oh, okay, I got people you. People are going well, to yes. look at this
1: Arizona Seattle. They're going to look at Dallas KC. Uh, the NFL tends to keep the four o five games like <laughs> the least of the interesting ones. Uh, I feel like they're underowned, just biased off the fact of their time slot.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean. Uh... Even in that afternoon window, if Kyler Murray is back, that uh, that Arizona Seattle game becomes pretty interesting, and obviously a lot of attention, rightfully so, is going to be on that Dallas Kansas City game. Yeah,
1: this is a this is one of those three game four o'clock slates where you uh, you know stack the unobvious game.
0: I just don't understand, like you know, moving off of this game and into the, like kind of the primary one, even within our own chat the Dr. Roto chat, like everybody is just still high on the chiefs. The chiefs have sucked like all year. They had one game against uh, a Las Vegas team that we thought should have been, you know, came out flat like two weeks in a row. And they came out and shocked everybody after the, you know, Gruden was dismissed or resigned uh, after the Henry Ruggs incident. Um, you know, that they, they came out and played well. So, you know, they were just due for a letdown spot and against the, the chiefs in primetime divisional game that kind of makes sense but the chiefs playing the cowboys i don't know man like this this offense has not looked in sync it has not looked good with the exception of last week do we think that this is a team that uh, it, you know scored 17 points i think against the giants or is this the team that just put up 41 in the raiders so i i don't know I tend to think it's oh, I'm sorry they, put, they scored 20 on the Giants and uh 13 on the Packers. That, that that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, they put up 41 points last week. The three prior weeks they put up 36 yeah, combined together. So, yeah.
1: Well, you know, my fantasy teams would really appreciate if both of these teams absolutely lit it up. So,
0: I'm uh, I'm very seasonally greedy. From a DFS standpoint, I think just playing everybody in this game, everybody is on the table. You know, Elliot, Lamb, Cooper, Hardman, uh, Gallup, Kelsey, Schultz. Uh, Schultz is probably the the most overlooked of this Mm -hmm. Uh, group at 4,600. I'd rather play Schultz at 4,600 than $3,900 Conklin.
1: Yeah, probably. Schultz has been a big part of that team. Lamb got his injury designation taken away today, so that was good to see. Hopefully that sticks. Um, I don't know. Uh, Arizona, Seattle, yeah. I mean, they looked – I mean, talk about out of sync. They looked just awful. I mean, when was the last time you remember a Seattle team just getting blanked?
0: I don't know, like two years ago, the second half of the year, last year, the second half of the year. This is a team that sucks the second half of the year for whatever reason. Uh, Did like the – Involvement from Gerald Everett, eight targets. Uh, obviously, somebody that significantly benefits from Russell Wilson being back at 3,100. That's a interesting play. This game is, you know, I don't know, just marred with injury. Christian Kirk had a ton of targets. Colt McCoy looked tough. Uh, you know, James Conner kind of relishes in this role where, you know, he can be the workhorse and just kind of save the chalk with that touchdown late.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was... so,
0: so so, here's kind of my my overview of everything. I think that the, the Bengals Raiders game is probably the one that's going to be the most under-owned uh, relative to the slate. Uh, Green Bay, Minnesota, probably right there with it. And then obviously this game that we just talked about in Dallas and Kansas City is the primary game to attack. But uh, a couple spots, other places, Jalen Hurts is a guy that I think that uh, I'm going to have a ton of. And then Maybe even that first game that we talked about, like A.J. Brown, Ryan Tannehill, uh, Brandon Cooks, that could be a spot where, you know, you could attack as well. I dig
1: it, man. All right. Well, any uh, brief thoughts on tomorrow night's game?
0: It's Mike Davis' season.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's – it's, Or is it Wayne Gallman' season? Man, it's it's one of those things that, God, that, that – that Atlanta team is just decimated. They look bad. They kind of gave up last week. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. I probably won't play a lot. Maybe i do like a same game parlay or two and, and take it from there.
1: I like it. All right. Who am I playing for 4,500 to fill in the last spot on this lineup?
0: Oh, man. I, we had somebody that we talked about for 4,500. Who was it? Um, let's see. I don't know that we did. Maybe Rashard Bateman. Oh, you already have, You already have him. I know he's already there. What else we got? I'm gonna lock this in. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe you get a I say maybe you get a different defense, but I don't know what defense to play. No, maybe that's could cheap play, as you could go, really. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Let's see. What do you got in your lineup here? I could drop Gallup up in here. Yeah, why not? That's that's fine.
1: Yeah, that's a sexy lineup right there. I'm going to screenshot that. Dig it. Dig it. All right. I'm, you know I'm going to clear that and not think about it again. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I really appreciate you coming around. Uh-oh. Oh, whoa. Whoa. My screen just like flickered like five times. That was. Weird. Oh,
0: no. It's still good. It's still good no
1: I love it I appreciate you coming around um how is uh, esports how's that nest
0: doing uh nest is in the semifinals or like the winner's bracket at this point uh stopped playing a little bit of the D- DFS uh but have been doing pretty well on the bats probably up about 10 15 units uh got a couple parlays for tonight and then uh been betting on the uh the Vietnam League which DraftKings has said that they are going to start uh putting up slates for um, just kind of in this absence because they have a winter league because they canceled their their summer league so
1: ah fair enough all right more video games to bet on i like it
0: yep absolutely and that's out at like six seven in the morning so you know very reasonable hours
1: yeah i like that that's even better all right buddy well i appreciate it i'm johnny danger that's chris emrick we are draft for upside first sip Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Make sure you are checking out everything over there. We've got lineup optimizers. We've got experts coming on board for basketball is in high effect. I believe I just saw a cheat sheet or conversation of one coming up for college basketball even now. Uh, You name it, we're talking about it. Make sure you go check out DrRoto.com, and we'll catch you next time. See ya. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out DrRoto.com.